0: Daily
1: Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zammit, here recording on the 23rd of January. Joining me is Mr. Lamb Hancock I am joining you. How are you, Nick? Very well, my man. How are you? I'm great. Up and about for another big episode. I sure am. Love to hear that. And also joining us. Is Mr. Rohanker. Hey Nick, how are we? Are you feeling the same energy and excitement today? Oh, I'm really excited for this episode. We're back with the sack. It's been too long. Back with the sack. That might be the uh, the. Uh, We've title come out with the, the intro. episode. There yep. you go. Beautiful. Um, for any of our new listeners, we do have the return today of the mailbag segment, um, where we have our faithful listeners send in their questions, basketball or non-basketball related. And we answer them as best we
2: can. They are our favourite episodes, aren't they?
1: They certainly are, I guess, giving a little bit of transparency. It's a bit of a ritual now that we we have a refreshing beverage or seven um, whilst recording these ones just because it does get the creative juices flowing. (laughs) Um, And
0: we like to treat ourselves here at the Daily Yeah, we certainly do. We work hard
1: during the week, don't we? And and it's a beautiful day down in Hobart as well. So probably no better day for a beverage. Um, so yeah, guys, a huge episode in store, we'll have the mailbag, we'll recap all the odds and ends that have occurred throughout the week, uh, we've got Hero of the Week, and then,
0: after God, no. a, a
1: little layoff, Be Right or Good Night's back, Ugh. um, it's gonna be quite, I guess you could say, interactive for the next week, yep. so, we'll explain that a little bit more when we get into it, uh, but we are certainly thrilled to have it back, and we look are forward we- to, well, I would say so. Okay. The viewers would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're the best ones, and aren't we, they, Seen us yeah. punish ourselves yeah, relentlessly good point. Yep. for a bigger cause than ourselves.
2: True.
1: Um, But yeah, as I said, guys, huge episode. So we're going to get straight into odds and ends. Roll Check it off. off. I'll kick us. We're going to start closer to home today. Um, As I've mentioned over the last couple of weeks, as the NBL starts to get into a rhythm, we'll give a little more coverage on that. Yeah. Uh, and it has. It's been picking up. So we'll do a couple of quick talking points, real quick, rip to mm. them about what's transpired over the first week or two. Yep. Uh, the first one, Lee. You've got there.
0: I'll kick us off on the uh, Illawarra Hawks front. Um, now they've jumped right into the league with a 3-0 start, um, and now after losing losing Melo after Lamelo Bowl last season, um, after he transitioned in the to the NBA, we didn't know how God. their chances mm. were going to look, but they've they've looked promising. Looked
1: good so far. They've got two wins over the uh, the Bullets and one over the Taipans. Um, you know. And zero to start the season, you can't really ask for much more than that.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, the big key will be finding that consistency. Yeah, um, as you said, they lost a pretty key part in LaMelo. Although he only played a handful of games, he certainly left quite an um, impression, yep. not only on the team but the league itself. Yeah. So it's good seeing that even with that, that big, I guess, substri- uh, sub, sub, uh, sub, substantial. Subtraction. S- subtraction. <laughs> I was gonna. I was, yeah, I was thinking substantial subtraction. Substantial um, subtraction. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. a tongue twister. It's a good one. Um, to the team that they're still, you know, so far firing yep. on all cylinders. So great for them. Uh, also, center Dan Jackson of the 36ers has had an impressive start to the season. Mm. Across the first couple of games, he's averaging twenty-seven points and looking like a real force in the in the center spot there. So, um. It'll be interesting to see if that can continue. Yep. And it's great for like him to have a good start because it kind of goes hand in hand with their young, well, my young yeah. favourite already, <laughs> um, Josh Giddy. Oh, Giddy up. Giddy up. He put up 16 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists Jeez. as they got over the South East Melbourne Phoenix 116 to 108 in double overtime. Um, so far, Giddy's been coming off the bench, but I yep, n- yep. already know the supporters and myself alike are kind of really. I guess becoming quite vocal about getting in into the starting lineup. Yeah, I um, think we
2: have to speak it into fruition, don't we? Well, we do. We do, and we also need to speak his top three draft prospects into fruition because you called that very early. I called it so early, I
1: tell you what, if it comes through, that uh, what was last year my pick was the Heat yes. for the finals. That yeah. was a big one. This year it's Giddy top three NBA draft. Jeez. I mean,
0: trans- transitioning from um, the MBL. Uh, from the NBL or any. Um, prior league to the NBA as a six-man you think would be quite challenging. Yeah. But Pat Will from last um, draft, he was a six-man on his mm. um, college team. Yeah. So they, they kind of fly under the radar and, you know, Josh Giddy might just do that.
2: Oh, he, look, he looks like he's made for the NBA, doesn't he? Does. He
1: does. He's got the composure of a yeah. bit already. Um, he's got all the tricks. He can do it on both ends. Um, it'll just be that key about getting the consistency. Yeah. But it, with all young players, that will certainly develop. Yeah. Um, but I guess for the NBL, the big thing so far is, I guess, in the next week, we'll have a better understanding of what's happening. Uh, so far, the Perth Wildcats have been yet to play uh, due to, you know, kind of bubble formats and things like that. Yeah. So it's really kind of the next week or 2 we'll start to get a better overall picture of what's happening mm. in the league. Yeah. Yeah. But so far, in the first you know couple of games for each team, it's been incredibly exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of talented young players. We've got the old vets. Or well, the quality vets in Casper Ware, yeah. uh, those type of players. So it's uh, it's going well, touch wood. Yep. Looking forward to seeing how it unfolds.
2: What else have we got on the NBL
1: front? Uh, that's it for the NBL. Let's mm. transition to the NBA. Yep. Ooh. A lot going on here. Uh, it's a lot going on. And we'll start again with some somber news. Uh, on the injury front, Carousel Avert. Now, <sighs> this one's a bittersweet one.
2: Yeah,
0: because- it is, yeah. Because it's not even um, like NBA related. Like it's not, um, you know, like ACL related. No, or well, it's close to home.
1: This could have been potentially quite um, threatening for him. This is life had he have not potentially. Not have tra- changed teams, it uh, mightn't have been discovered. So, Karis Levert now the Pacers. Um, he's set to miss an extended period of time after an MRI revealed a small mass on his left kidney. Yep. Um, like as we said, this could have easily have gone unnoticed had he not.
2: Been traded. Know, had that
1: medical, and yeah. yeah, when he was traded. So, mm. um, for him, it is bittersweet because, as he said, this, you know, this mightn't have been discovered. Um, so we certainly hope all the best for him. For sure. That it yeah. can be kind of cleared and sorted because this Pacers team, once you get him in the lineup, it is going to be so exciting
0: to watch. They're already so scary. Oh, they are. Like and that's without Warren in. as well. Warren yeah. and
1: Levert, you add them, and they are a force to be reckoned with.
0: The, um, scary thing about this, or not the scary, but the, um, disappointing thing about this is there's no time frame
1: that's it yeah um, yep.
0: you, you just don't know when he's coming back
1: so fingers crossed it's a speedy one yep
0: we'll get the somber somber news out of the way some more bad news on the trailblazers front cj mccollum who was absolutely on fire um for the first couple of games mm. of the season has suffered a fractured foot and now he's not going to be out for months on end but he's out for four weeks um well or
1: so. at least it's been said no yep. i anticipate because he's got a history with other uh, foot injuries and especially a fractured left foot, you would imagine it's going to be a bit more than four weeks. I yeah, think that's I think so. optimistic and then some. Um, so, this is an incredibly bitter blow. As you said, he's been electric, yeah, he has been phenomenal um, and probably almost at times been better than Dave. I mean, yeah, a, it's a lot to say, it's a yep. big ask, um, but this also adds to the addition. I can't remember if we mentioned it last week or might have been the day after that Yusuf Nurkic mm. is also out after fracturing his right wrist. Yeah, so he's uh, out for
0: a long, long time.
1: Another guy who's had a horrendous run of late, uh, can't stay on the court, but you lose McCollum and Nurkic mm. and you are
2: they're in some serious trouble. It's really concerning, isn't it? Because we saw last year that when Nurkic was out and, and Zach Collins as well, who's quite a vital player for them, that... They can really struggle and last year when they were missing those those key guys, they were, you know, sitting towards the bottom of the standings and it was only once Nurkic returned that they, you know, went went back up the standings. So who knows what will happen here. But Dane might put his case forward for an MVP.
1: I was just about to say the DK. only consolation he might be like a bit of a lion or something when your back's against the wall is when you're most dangerous. 100%. He could well be averaging 45, 50 <laughs> points <laughs> he <laughs> he might need now um, whilst Nurkic and McCollum are out. Yeah. But you know, where do you with how strong we've seen the West has showed themselves to be? Mm-hmm. So many teams are competent. Do you think there's a chance they could slip out of the uh, the playoff positions at the minute? Very Currently, right. they're sitting they're sitting fifth, mm-hmm. um,
0: at eight and six, and and that's with Dallas and Denver not even in the eight. So I think yeah. they're without a doubt going to creep up. So I think it's a very high potential that yeah. they do fall out of that 8 and that's not to say that they won't make the play and I think yep. they will um, but I it, it's hard to say whether they'll so be in the 8 really dependent as
1: well on how quickly McCollum can get back mm. I certainly as I said anticipated it to be longer than 4 mm.
2: but um, does this mean Mello gets a starting oh, gig again Mello. my six man. <laughs> oh, Mello. I hope yeah. so I hope he gets some more minutes he can... well they're going to need someone to score aren't they they, they really? are, they are. But... I've, I've said it before but is
0: there a sound you like better than?
2: Oh, that's huge, a, Lee. no.
1: There's
0: Big not, episode. <laughs> there's not a sound you like better. That no, is a great right sound here. on a hot day, isn't it?
2: Lee's raring up, ready to go
1: for all of our Australian listeners. It's a Triple J Hottest 100 Countdown Day, isn't it? So is, is it? No. Yeah. So for all of our listeners, um, might catch it as it drops later this evening tonight. Enjoy the countdown. Each yep. day. On the Bevs. Not much of a Triple J guy myself. I'm more oh, of a listen to own. my own music, yeah, podcasts. Yeah, a, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Daily dribble podcast on repeat. <laughs> on repeat. Yep.
1: Just love hearing my own voice. Um, <laughs> in other news. Go ahead. Early in the week, we had Kevin Porter Jr. of the Cavs. He had a, a falling out with the Cavs of sorts, especially mm. with, uh, well, he had a physical alteration, altercation with GM Kobe Altman. Uh, he threw a bit of a tantrum after
0: Torian Prince arrived at the Cavs. And they gave his locker away. That's he didn't quite, only throw a tantrum. I'm, I heard he threw food. He threw yeah, food. Yep.
2: Bit of a food at fight at the GM.
1: Um, now this is Porter hasn't played <laughs> since. <his car. laughs>
0: hasn't played since November um,
1: after improper handling. He got arrested for improper handling of a firearm. Crashed his car. So the team's been waiting till he's, I guess, emotionally ready mm. for a return. But how? Like that's he is. just oh, I guess throwing the I guess throwing the tantrum. He's since. Being traded to the Rockets, and the Cavs in turn receive a future second round pick.
0: Mm. What do we make of that? It's hard to make something from it because the Rockets have literally given away nothing for him, and he is a player with a lot of potential, but then he's a massive personality. Um, He's hard to handle. That's
1: that's the question, isn't it? Is the off-court stuff, does it outweigh what he can do on the court? Yeah.
2: but put yourself in his position. You're, you're currently living in Cleveland, playing for a team who, although... Maybe the, it was a
1: ploy, wasn't it? Maybe to get it was. Out.
2: Maybe it was. And, you know, Torian Prince, who's by no means a superstar, even though he's a friend of the show, shout out Torian Prince. Torian Prince is good. Has rocked up to Cleveland, taken his locker, <laughs> and, you know, he's just walked in and gone, where am I meant to be setting up here? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't be happy, to be honest, if I were him. So glad to be, you know, on the, on the um, plane to Houston.
1: Hard to argue with that.
2: Yeah. Um, the
1: Raptors have waived big man Alex Len. I reckon he could potentially be a candidate for a, uh, a
0: role in Brooklyn. He's gone to the Wizards.
1: Oh, has he? Yeah, I haven't seen that. He's, sin- he's oh. signed with the Wizards. Oh, well, that makes sense after Thomas Bryant. Yeah, his injury. I don't really want him though to be
2: honest.
1: <laughs> averaged over. Is eight point six rebounds over his career. Twenty-seven. Still young mm. enough to be able to be a useful. Mm. Valuable piece. Yeah. Someone
2: did need to step into that hole. Yeah. Thomas Bryant, though, didn't they? So even even if it's a temporary gig, I'd still be happy to take him.
0: I'll, I'll, we'll have him over Robin Lopez, who we've got currently. But... Sideshow <laughs> Bob. Yeah, I, I, I can't, can't stand, stand Rob Lope. Oh, he's been okay. He's been okay. He just looks funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not all about appearances.
1: <laughs> well, let's put a picture up of ourselves to the NBA players and let them critique Compared us. Compared to Robin Lopez, we would be a 10. Um, and also the last piece for me, <laughs> as ordered by Donald Trump on his way out the door, mm-hmm. um, Kobe Bryant will receive a statue in the National Garden of American Heroes. I like this. Now, so. a lot of acts and things that Trump has, I guess, done over the last couple of years are certainly more than frowned upon, but um, you've got to applaud him for this one. Yeah. Now, you know, what What can you say? Kobe certainly inspired a generation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even look, you look at the players coming up now, Trey – all these type of players were inspired and were kind of um, raised on his his game and his legacy.
2: So, but not yeah. even people who were already interested in basketball. We look at yourself yep. personally, Nick, and you got into basketball because of Kobe Bryant. That's I reckon true. there was a lot of other people in the same boat. So you've you've got to thank Kobe for you know growing the NBA on an international level. Hundred percent. And it's weird that this went up because we know um, old Donald Trump isn't a
0: fan of the NBA. He hates LeBron, oh, well. uh, but he's put yeah, this Yeah, I think
1: since they've uh, kind of, I guess, fought against going to the White House after the uh, championship
0: yeah. ceremony, it's, yeah... Um, yeah. Being bit bitter, of, bitter. That's yep. the word. Some news that you didn't mention that I'd say is big. Ro hates him, but Kyrie Irving is officially back with the Nets after <sighs> missing seven games. Can I? Can I
2: just quickly? Sorry, no, please. Can I call myself out on this? I call said yourself look, out. You I, said you hate It's him. it's not often with that a that passion. I, I believe. Okay, you okay, said. sorry. It's not often that I call myself out on these podcasts, but I feel like last week I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> listening <laughs> it back, slandered to, it. it. Happened. Listen, listening back to it, I thought I was too. Too harsh on Kyrie, you know, he's going through some stuff at the moment, even though I didn't necessarily agree with him going on a hiatus for, you know... He needed a, ...a week. I think he's got stuff going on in his personal life, and I'm I'm more than happy to put my hand up and say I shouldn't have, you know, said... You know, that I didn't like him as much yeah. as I did. Because I, at the end of the day, like, he's not that bad of a, a person. Just, I see what he
0: did yeah. during the week for George yeah, Floyd's I did see family. That. Bought and, yeah, Bought them a house. In yeah. fact, I have a list of things he's done. He's, One, he bought George Floyd a house. Two, he paid off the college tuition of nine um, students. Yeah. Three, he's it, the list goes on. I have a list of them here because... Yeah. Because I wanted to rebuttal Rose thing, but I would personally, and I think Kyrie would like personally, an official apology from Ro for his outlandish comments from last week. I feel, well, I've given him feel like
2: I've just done it, you, but you but haven't, I guess you haven't said the words "I apologize." I, I'm sincerely sorry for saying that I hate Kyrie because I don't hate him, but I think some of the things he does yeah. are questionable. Yeah. But, but overall, it's not
1: just you; it's the media as a whole. Yeah, like not. I guess getting the full story, yeah, and that's sure. partly because he doesn't share it, but partly because I guess we just assume things, yeah, yep. um, and it, make assumptions.
2: It actually, so, hurt, it actually hurt my heart a little bit throughout the week when he was having the an video, interview, yeah. and someone, and a reporter said to him, "You know, are you going alright, Kyrie?" And he sort of just nodded to the camera, oh, and, but it, he, did, <laughs> he didn't seem alright, and I, I felt sorry for him. So I'm, you know, people might say I'm going back on my word, but. I, I'm doing a backflip here. I, I, hope he's, I hope he's okay, Kyrie, and you know, no ill feelings towards him. I just, I just don't completely understand him, I, no, I don't think. He's a that's complex it, He's character. a different character yeah. altogether. God, that yeah. video is sad, though. If you haven't it seen it, look at it. <laughs> he looks down in the dumps. Still been bowling out, though, so
0: that's something. <laughs> yeah. we'll, uh, Can I also just add another piece of news? Please do, my man. Did we hear what Shaq said this week to Spider? Uh, I did hear that. And this...
2: And, this was ordinary, wasn't so it? Was. for anyone
1: who didn't hear the comments, um, us, us. Donovan Mitchell... Um, had a great
0: game, to be honest. Yeah,
1: had a big game, and I guess Shaq and pretty much said, Sha- I don't think he can get to the next level.
0: Well, he we said, um, I love you as a player, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. Donovan replies with, right, that's it. I've been hearing this since my rookie year, Shaq. Mm. Um, and I was reading what other NBA players were saying about this, and... I, I mostly agree with something that LeBron says, and he says there's a difference between construct constructive criticism and soft hating, though. Mm-hmm. I've seen it both ways come my way, mostly the hate, and you can hear it in the delivery. And yep. this one I felt like was soft hating on Spider.
1: It's, it's interesting to see how he goes with this, because some people, I guess, perform better when there's hate, I guess, directed yeah. towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when athletes hear the booing it sometimes raises mm-hmm. their game, um, hopefully for him that happens in this instance, that he kind of uses it as fuel? Um,
2: Well, I think that's what Shaq thinks will happen because Shaq said, before he actually said that, he said, I'm saying this on purpose. Um, So I think he wants Donovan Mitchell to use it as fuel, but at the same time, like, there's a line when you're in that sort of, like, fun media personality gig, and I, I don't think you should be using... Post game interviews to necessarily, you know, critique a player and, you know, say that they're not going to develop to their full, um, potential. full potential. Yeah. As KD would
0: say, them old heads need to go and enjoy retirement. And no, I agree. With that too. Them <laughs> Pre- old, some Pre- of treat. these old heads, Paul Pierce, Shaq, I didn't like that comment. Some of them old heads go, and, go re- enjoy retirement. What do you reckon about Stephen A though? Like, no, we love Stephen yeah, A. Anything he, he says is right. <laughs>
1: Fellas, we've still got a lot to get through today, so let's get into our mailbag segment. Oh, I love it. Um, we're just gonna get straight into it because we still, as I said, have a lot to go. So straight into it. Um, TV on basketball. Oh. Our, our main man. Yes. He asked if the NBA restarted the league through a draft system, who would go number one? Yep. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna kickstart go. this one. Go. Luka Doncic. Uh, Still 21 years of age. Uh, He's a piece that you can build around for the next decade plus. Yeah. I think any team would be lucky to have him as a cornerstone. Mm. He can play, make, he can score, he can do it. I think his kind of turnovers will decrease the older he gets. Yeah. And his kind of defensive awareness will pick up. Yeah. But I think he's a piece you can build around. Right.
2: Oh, so I've gone with Luca as well. And I think from a longevity perspective, I think it's a – it's probably the logical answer, really. Like He's only 21 years of age and he's already considered a legitimate MVP um, candidate. But the other thing that stands out to me is he's the type of guy who I think other players throughout the course of their career would want to play with yeah, just because 100%. he seems so likeable. So he would attract other players, which would mean more team success. Um, just quickly, I've got a few honourable mentions. I think Giannis, he's got a proven track track record in leading teams and he's a multi-MVP winner. But even like, you know, we look at Nikola Jokic, only 25 years of age, AD, 27 years of age. They're some of the most versatile big men in the league. Um, So I think they've got to be up there as well. But Luka Doncic for mine, yep. I wanted to try, suggest another player, but it's honestly just too
0: hard to look (laughs) past Luka. And I sound like a broken record, but this guy's 21 years of age and he's the top MVP candidate for this year. He's this year point five assists away from averaging a triple double and this guy isn't even in his prime yet like you said nick his defensive abilities is something that could be a bit more desired but like i said he's 21 he's got a lot of room to improve
1: i've got a question about this um a little bit later on so just mm. a quick answer do you still like i picked him as mvp do you would you still give him i guess the same kind of Credibility is a chance, is what we said a couple of weeks ago. So are we
0: answering this question now? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no,
1: not yet. Um, um yes, definitely. just on Luca.
2: Watch his space, but I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. I think we'll get to he's been picking it up, but yeah, for been. me I
1: I wouldn't quite have him as highly and as I did a few weeks from, ago. That's fair, yep. Next question. Uh from Sophie on Twitter at D P O Y underscore dot. We love. Oh, I love that Thund- Thunder supporter. Big, by big any Thunder chance, Thunder fan, yep. big Dort fan. It would seem. What Sarah said? Uh She asks, "Do you like?
2: Lo- do you like the Thunder's off-season moves?" Yep. I'll kick us off. I think that losing CP3, Schroeder, Steve Adams, and Gallinari over the off-season was it was always going to hurt their short-term success, wasn't it? I think that's fair to say. But I think. Unlike some other teams who are sort of in no man's land at the moment, the Thunder, sort of made a concerted effort to think of the future, and they finally bit the bullet, parted ways with some of these guys who, you know, were really really great players and would have, you know, been handy for them in the years to come. But they've set themselves up, um, you know, with we look over the next seven drafts, they've got 18 first round draft picks. And 31 in total. 31 in total.
1: That's incredible, isn't it?
2: I think my answer would be from a short term perspective, it's going to hurt. From a long term perspective, I think the moves they made were really good moves and they made sense. Um, you know, recruiting Al Horford and George Hill were, you know, particularly important because even though I think that Al Horford probably should have been sent to the nearest retirement home after he left the 76ers. I still think that you need these guys, you need these like vets to you know, help lead your team. Even though it's Gilgis Alexander's team at the moment, you need these older heads to you I'll know, set, a bit of set you in the right direction. Experience. That's exactly right. So, overall, I'm happy with it. And
0: I think it was a good move as well. It's crazy how last year they finished five, fifth in the West.
1: Mm, how yeah. is
0: that? How would they finish fifth in the West? And with that, they really did sell high. I know... CP3 is about 50 odd. And mm-hmm. Adam, but no, CP3, we love him. But he played great last year. And Adams and Schroeder, they really sold high. Even Billy Donovan, um, they sold him high. And so you like the moves. I like the move. And we're left with Shay Dortham, Baisley. And you could, that's a bit questionable. But they've been playing great this mm. year. Um, and with the picks they have, they have a lot of options and some options that we probably haven't seen in the league before. They could build around a star in the future who's probably in mm. middle school right now, or they could pick <laughs> yeah. up a another piece. A, a star in the league right now. Um, but we'll just have to <sighs> wait and see what Sam yep. Presti does.
1: Yeah, likewise, I agree. Losing Paul Schroeder-Adams certainly going to hurt your immediate future. Mm, yeah, mm. they've performed admirably so far. Um, as we said, getting George Hill, Horford, certainly provides that locker room experience. But I think building around SGA, making it his team is great. Um, you know, with all the teams that are contending this year, you need a team to be crap and to yep. really kind of, I guess, boost their stocks in the lottery, which they're doing perfectly Um, by having the team they've got. Mm. But you're not only building around Shea. We've seen Polkoszewski, yep. 10 foot tall and bulletproof it would seem. It's a big, um, big boy. But you can help build around him, Isaiah Roby. They've got enough young players that it's worth, you know, having a couple of older heads to help develop them. But you know they're certainly not going to be good. So as a Thunder fan, you, you can't expect much. Yep. Um, but I think it's the right move. So do the, I. the right move to rebuild and use the assets you've got.
2: Yep. For sure.
1: Excellent. Now we knew this guy was going to have a question. We knew it. Um, <laughs> hell, hell our main might. man Caleb Apex oh, yeah. Fraser. Check him out. New song Vendetta is going off its chops at the minute. Yep. Um, he Bare. asks, Do you think Miles Turner is Defensive Player of the Year, or better yet? Is he more important to Indiana's success than players like Warren and Brogdon? He's obviously a huge staple to their defense and spacing for their best players to bonus. Would love to hear your thoughts.
0: Do you want me to keep this off? Yeah. Go for. I'll it. start with his second part, which was: Do you think he's um more important than players like Warren and Brogdon. Warren, I'd definitely say so. I'd say he's Brogdon and I'm a little bit more hesitant to say, but I, I think Turner is a bit more important to the Pacers' success. And I only say that um, because I think it's more easy to replace a player like Brogdon than it is Miles um, Turner with, the, with his defensive abilities. Um, in terms of will he or do we think he's going to win defensive player of the year? At this point, you'd have to say yes because he's... His
1: current injury oh, yeah, has hurt him a little
2: bit. Mm. He, he, he was up there in um, Defensive Player of the Year prior to the injury. But, uh, yeah, I I just don't think people realise due to, I guess, Sabonis balling out and, and Brogdon balling out just how vital he is to that team. Um, he's almost been overlooked due to those other guys. But... Um, so far this year, he's been averaging twelve points and six rebounds, which I guess is you know uh, is modest. But at the at the same time, on the defensive end, he's averaging four point two blocks, which is absolutely ridiculous. He's had it's a few insane. had a few games where he's had, I believe he may have had eight blocks one game, six mm, in another. Geez. You know, he's there's there's always. You know, he's always going to be a massive impact on the on the defensive end. So, yeah. in terms of will he be defensive player at the end of the year? There's you know there's a, a lot of good defensive players in the league, but he's going to be up there. Is he more important than those other guys? Could be equally as important for what he provides on the defensive end. But the fact that he can space the floor as well, he's he's averaging over one three game. Um, yeah, he, you know you gotta you gotta be on your p's and q's when he's behind the arc. So. I, um, I really love what he's been doing so far.
1: Yeah, I think in terms of the defensive player of the year, he's probably the pick at the minute. That's um, what I, I'm saying. I, at the minute, yeah. yeah. I know his injury, it's day-to-day at the minute, so mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't miss too much more time. Yeah. Uh, he really doesn't get the credit. Well, this year he hasn't been getting the credit he deserves. Um, I think he's, to be honest, I think he's more important than Warren. Me too. Now, oh, so
2: do I, yeah. On the
1: basis, especially probably more so now that they've got Levert, mm-hmm. um, Warren is... He's a nice piece to have, yeah. but again, will it be the same like a Murray or will he be able to deliver at the level he did in the bubble? No. Probably not. No. So I think in terms of scoring, they've got enough scoring without Warren. So I think Turner offers more um, on the defensive end than him. Yep. Um, but in terms of Brogdon, I really – like we saw him today hit the game-winning <laughs> three over the Magic in <laughs> overtime. Messy. He's really the linchpin, I guess, that holds this team together. Yep. Um, I think he's probably – Along with Sabonis, they're one A, one B, uh um, mm. their most important players.
2: Just a quick one. Lee said last week that um, Malcolm Brogdon sounded like Barack Obama. Did you hear during the commentary call today they called him the president? <laughs> I did hear that, yeah. <laughs> I that. There you that's go. So good.
0: They must have been listening to the podcast lately. On the Miles Turner front, you said he's what's he averaging? Four points something blocks. Four point two. That's that's massive, but what else is massive is his ability to alter players' shots. Yep. he's, he's mm. massive at that. Um, yeah, that—that's yeah, hard to say. <laughs> yeah, he's good.
1: A great question there, though. It'll be interesting to see if his this form can continue.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, from the fellas at Take It or Leave It, the the podcast over there on Instagram is Take Underscore It Leave Underscore It. Uh, shout out Cam Jack Dom and Connor, the yep. boys from New England. Where, a, where's that at?
2: Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah,
1: they want a uh, they want a
2: hot Celtics minute. Now <laughs> I love the Boston boys. Do you want me
1: to start, or do you want I mean, to start as a Boston fan? It's band only right?
2: fair that row starts. Look, as a I'll, I'll fan. kick us off. I'll kick us off. But um, no, I love your work over there, guys. Um, keep it up. I think so far this year it's been nothing but positives for for Boston. They've had Kemba Walker out for what has essentially been the first month of the season, and they're sit- currently sitting at eight and five, second in the East. So that's a massive win. But then I look. I guess at an individual level, and we've got Jalen Brown, who seems to have turned into a legitimate star this year after he was sort of, he's sort of behind Jason Tatum, um, in the, in the previous years. Yeah. And, you know, instead of being in his shadow this year, he seems to have made, made a name for himself. So he's been great. Um, Jason Tatum, again, he's shown that he's, Capable of leading this team, I think. You know, maybe a few months ago we were saying, does Tatum have the, you know, capability to lead this Boston team? And I think this year so far he's shown that he can certainly do that. And I think also their bench, um, there was still a few questions over, you know, whether they were deep enough. And um, so far they've shown that even if they're not deep enough in terms of talent. Um, they're still competing really well with opposing yeah, teams. Yeah, definitely. You look at, you know, players like Peyton Pritchard, who seems to have come out of nowhere, and he's he, he's, he's been great so far for, for this Boston team. Made made a few really big plays. Um,
1: Game-winning plays at times as well. Real,
2: yeah, he has, he has. So from a Boston fan's perspective, more than happy with, you know, what they've done so far this year. Uh,
1: for me, I just... They're a quality team, but it just feels as if they're missing a piece. Um, and I mm-hmm. think it might be in the big man position. You yep. know, I'm not so. I really think it was as we've seen the last couple of days against their matchups with the Seventy Sixers. I think they've got a horrible matchup for Embiid. Embiid <sighs> is just going to monster Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice, mm-hmm. um, which is really concerning. Great to see Kemba back though, and he will certainly once we get Tatum back and get the full look at the team, yep. we'll get a better picture. Um, Peyton Pritchard, as you said, has been great. Mm-hmm. Love the way he doesn't back down from the moment. Yeah. Um, and for a rookie, shows incredible composure, doesn't he? But I know I just think they're a tier below the contending teams. I just think they're just missing the pace. Yep. had they've got you know in the off season, that's I that's the name I was going to say. <laughs> had Hay would have gone for Miles yep. Turner, I think they'd be up in a different Especially story. the way he's been playing, yep. um, they would be certainly contenders. Yep,
0: that's fair. From you, Lee. I love him as well, and I agree that um, Jalen Brown has really come into his own this year, and he's not looking like that um, Robin to Jason Tatum's Batman. He's mm. he's looking equal to him. I'm just reading now though, Peyton Pritchard. I don't know what's happened to him, but he's suffered a sprained knee in this in this game today. So oh. hopefully he's all good. But he's been bowling out too. He's kind of gone under the radar as that um, rookie for the Celtics. I don't know yeah. what he what pick he got, but
2: go late. Late first round, Did he? I think. Yeah, I, I can't exactly remember, yeah. but regardless, he's come out of nowhere and he's he's been really important for, for them off the bench. 100%. Mm-hmm. Good one there. Thanks for that one, fellas. Um, from Crunch Time Sports
1: Podcasts, can be found on Instagram at Crunch Undertime Time 20 Yep.
0: Asks, do you think Kyrie will remain a net? Do you want to kick us off? Yeah,
1: you go Lee, you go. Well,
0: the only, I have my notes here and the only note I have for this is yes, I I do think he's going to stay there. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. The question I have is he going to just leave the NBA entirely? I don't think so. I think he needed that break. That he did get,
1: we'll race it.
2: but I think he's going to stay the nets and going to try to get that chip. In that case, I might go second. And I had the exact same question as Lee, and I, I said that I think the real question is will he remain playing NBA basketball because at the moment we're not 100% sure if he's mentally all there and if the fire is still within his belly to, to continue to play, but if he does still want to play NBA basketball, and I think he will, I don't see a reason why he'd leave the Nets. He's got a legitimate chance for for another ring. Um, seems to have good chemistry with with KD, and I'm assuming it will, you know, continue to build with Harden and and the other guys that they've recruited. So, um, short answer is, I think he will stay with the Nets. Yep.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think so for now. Anyway, um, as you said, the fact that he might bow out of the league is certainly on the cards, but it'd be certainly silly not to see what they've got with three arguably top fifteen players in the league. Yep. Um, and I guess now that Harden's in it depends how much emphasis he he puts on winning or how much emphasis he puts on you know beating to his own drum and being mm. I guess the leader of a team um I think he'll be able to fall in line because yeah. he's probably the third yeah. behind Harden and Durant
0: mm, yeah, uh, no, I don't know. you wouldn't agree with that or well, after seeing these couple of games that Harden's been in, he's more selfless than I've. Um, previously perceived him yeah yeah. he's he's actually racking up that many assists per game he's dishing out the ball why kyrie has been scoring and I'm not saying that scoring makes you a better player but um, I don't know Mm. Harden just seems like more of a facilitator and even maybe a third man on that team
1: for two two games in three games I mean it's It's early days but you only
0: you only make of what you see so far you know
1: certainly interesting to say the least um Another podcast that we're big fans of from The Fourth Man on Insta at 4thmanpod asks, did any of the Nets' big three win MVP? Um, I'll just rattle through this quickly. I don't think so. Yep. I think they'll probably take too much off each other. Um, You know, that's a lot of mouths to feed three top-tier talents, Um, but KD if one were to win, would be the pick.
2: Yep, I'll go next. I think um, if he keeps up the current level of play that he's been playing at so far, I think KD's actually a fairly legitimate chance to win the MVP. Not saying that he will, but he'll be in the picture, I reckon. Um... I think we can all say that this is Kevin Durant's team and he's been the the mainstay for, for the majority of this season so far. He's the only thing that hasn't changed and he's been great. The other thing is he fits the narrative quite well. I guess the first season coming back from a major injury um, with his new team, I th- I can sort of see it happening. Will it happen? Jury's out at this stage. If he continues this level of play, he'll be in the picture.
0: Then I'll go that step further. I'll say, yeah, I think he can definitely win it. Um, yeah. Uh, like Rose said he's got the narrative he's come back from injuries he's going to be perceived as that leader of that team um, with other scepticism around Harden joining and whether they'll succeed if they do succeed I think they'll fall back on Durant and that'll benefit him Yeah. Um, like both of you said there's no doubt that it'll be hard to win some votes with the players he's got around him mm. um, you saw LeBron didn't win it last year mostly because AD was there and he was he was killing it Um when, when Steph and KD were playing together, they weren't even in consideration for MVP. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I think this one could be different. Great.
1: Beautiful. Next question, guys. Now, our man here, Oscar Puckeridge, he has a couple of questions. Okay. Um, he's got three here, so we'll kick start with the first one. He says, who do you think will verse each other in the finals and who will win? Uh, my pick's the Nets and Lakers. Yep. And I think the Lakers get it in six. Um, this could be dependent though on who else the Nets can pick up. They've yeah, got the uh, the injury exception because of Dimwitty. Um, it could certainly change the equation slightly, but that's yep. my pick at the minute.
0: Yep, Oscar. I think the Nets and the Lakers are also going to make it to the finals. There's a lot of talk about who's going to guard AD in the main talking point is probably Mm. like deandre jordan which isn't a great matchup. oh he's
1: going to get ruined yeah but
0: but then you look on the other side and i don't think many people consider this but who's going to guard james harden and Kyrie irving what are we looking at kcp and
1: who is it
2: shooter and he can do a job
1: against Kyrie, i
2: reckon Uh, he's a little pig yeah i think the lakers have probably got better matchups overall for for the nets um but, yeah, it's a good question. I I hate to sound like a broken record, but I think the Nets and Lakers will make the finals as well. I think it could be one that even goes to seven um, because I can certainly see a few games where KD and James Harden, Kyrie all contribute and, and you know, can help them win the games. But I think overall um, the Lakers have the better better squad. That's starting five and bench. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think they'll they'd probably get up in that matchup I
0: want to just say something. we've all said Lakers and Nets. what's <laughs> what's yeah. the two without them if we're sand- you take out both of those yeah. teams oh, um. I'd, I'd probably say um. I know my east would be Indiana. I'm just trying to think my west. I like that. Yeah, that's a oh, good one. I
2: like that. Um, I'd be going for the my boys in the in the east if it wasn't for the Nets, and that's the Boston Celtics. I'm going to say the 76ers. <laughs> okay. So okay. None of
1: it, it's funny. None of us have gone the Bucs. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, what
2: about in the west? Uh, I st- <sighs> It's hard to say because I don't want to say the Clippers because they'll let me down. Yeah, um, I agree.
1: And the Jazz have started well. Um,
2: yep.
1: Denver, I think... They've started slowly,
2: but they've got the talent to get there. Yeah, I'll here say, you go, I'll Golden, say State. Golden State. No, stop it! Please stop it. Okay, what's your <laughs> rationale behind that?
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> I that.
0: well,
2: wasn't expecting no, I, the follow-up. I think in a series, they
1: are, like they could be a real threat from three if they catch fire. Purely yep. based on Steph, Oubre has slowly worked his way into the season. Yep. He started horrifically. Yep. Um. Likewise, Wiggins. Is starting to assert himself a little bit more. They Hopefully, beat the
2: Lakers the other day.
0: They
1: did. Hopefully, they've got that resiliency. Hopefully, yep. by season's end, Wiseman's
0: developed a little yep. bit. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm it. giving the hot take, and we're watching the game right now. But I'm giving Indiana versus Phoenix. But, but I I feel like Phoenix, they've got a lot of good pieces and the three main pieces in C P three, Booker and eight and I feel like they need one more and yeah. I think that'd be mm. mine.
1: They started so well but they've co- they've come back to earth a little bit now. I yeah. mean
0: Booker hasn't started that good. I'm still waiting for him to ramp up. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yep. Ro, I guess for you? I guess my second pick in the West would probably be Denver. I think they've got yeah. a lot of upside at the moment Um the start of the year very ordinarily, but, um, yeah, I'll go with Denver. Excellent.
1: Our next question from Oscar. The Grouch. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the Grouch. The <laughs> Grouch. The Grouch.
0: He asks, who do you think will win MVP this year? Lee. Um, so at the start of the year, I said Giannis. I'll probably backtrack on that now, and I say that because – I feel like for him to, I, and I didn't consider it this when we did the episode. I feel like for him to win again, he'd need to ramp up his game even more, because um, they, you know, they want to share it. I'm gonna backtrack, and I'm gonna go either Luca or my main one. I'm going with is I'm, I'm gonna say KD is gonna win it.
2: Yeah, he's on the KD right. train.
0: Okay, uh, right.
2: I said at the start of the year that I thought Luka Doncic would win. Um, I'm not backtracking on that. I think I think he's still a very good chance. I think so far this year the Mavs have been quite ordinary. Um, I mm. think they're eight and seven now after today's game. I believe um, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, um, and he's and he's still a legitimate chance to win the MVP. And they've and they've you you know had a pretty ordinary start of the season. So I think they've got plenty of upside. The Mavs, particularly with KP returning, um, and that'll only elevate. Um, Doncic's game so I think he's going to be the man to beat this year
1: Right, well I initially said Luka as well for the season, um, I've changed my tune a little bit. You have? I have uh, He's been good but I just think Jokic has been phenomenal, mm. oh, he's bloker. averaging pretty much a triple double uh, he's looked phenomenal the only thing holding him back so far is the Nuggets record yep. but I think that'll certainly improve Yeah. but my other pick is Steph Curry
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: The logic behind this is it's been great so far. And if he can carry this team to like a fifth or sixth seed, get them locked into a playoff spot, continues to put up huge numbers, you know, the comeback year, the narrative will be there for him. Yep. I can certainly see a pathway for him.
2: I like those. Yep. What do you reckon, Lee?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're banking it on them making it to at least the fifth
2: or sixth seed in yep. the West. Yeah, yeah. So it is very much dependent on how the Warriors go this year. But yeah, geez, certainly. if they can get a top, I'd say even a top six spot, I yeah. reckon he's he's a very good chance to take it out.
1: Beautiful. And then finally, our third and final question, from Oscar.
2: From oh, from Oscar Os- from the ground. God, steady, Jeez, on. steady on. Um, he <laughs> asks, "Who is
0: your favourite player?" No, I mean Everyone knows mine. I feel like yeah mine my favorite player is Trey young um I love how crafty he is I love his shot I love what he does with his game um yeah. there's there's not much to say with it if we're going back in time <laughs> if we're saying old time I'd probably say d Wade um yeah. and obviously LeBron's up there um, but right now my favorite player is Trey young very yeah. good Ro, do you want to uh, follow up from that
2: yeah this is this is a tough one because my favorite player is LeBron and yeah. he was he's who's you know, got me into the year, uh, into, the these, year. <laughs> into the league all these years.
0: What
2: the league all these years ago? Um, yeah. But you know, you look at some of these guys who are up and coming. We look at Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, I think as soon as LeBron exits the league, um, my new current favorite player will be Luka Doncic. But we we can't um, not mention Deli either. You know, no no
1: f- favorite player conversation is uh is complete without mention- mentioning. The Aussie favourite, Matthew Dellavedova. He just
2: embodies everything great about Australia. A lot Doesn't of he? effort, a lot of hustle. You play, he plays... He looks like That's above his weight. He does. He looks like an ordinary Australian bloke. Who, <laughs> yeah. But if he walked down the street
1: and you yeah. didn't know, like, you'd just think he's your average Joe. You
2: would. Be. You would. Yeah. That time that he shut Steph Curry down. Oh. Who's
0: yours, Nick? I'm curious. Is it like LeBron?
1: Yeah. I really struggled with this one, to be honest. This yeah. one was a question that... Kind of feels easy on the surface, mm. but when you really think about it, mm. um, I, I did say LeBron, and the fact is, you got to appreciate the greatness while it's here. And again, I was watching the other day a video just of that 2016 finals from 3 1 down. No team in <laughs> history had come back from 3 1 down nah, in the finals, incredible. Um, and like that just pretty much epitomizes what he is that heart, that kind of determination, yeah. Um, that was phenomenal, and again, like you see what he's doing now in year eighteen, is it? Uh, like just, uh, it would have to 18, be up there. Yeah, he he's is. just getting better and better, and it's um, yeah, you can't argue with what he's doing and the way he plays. Even this year, you've seen him, you know, mm. hit threes, spin around, and signal it before it's gone in, oh, yeah.
0: um, whatever else. Yeah, he's well, who's just your second then? Because I know who, it's this, a this is this is my question. Yeah, just, is, but who is your second? Just give us a second. Oh,
1: I didn't come up with a set. I'd, like, I'd have to do a bit of a deep dive on this. Because I feel
0: like this. every Aussie guy is either Ben Simmons or LeBron. Yeah. I'm saying mine's Trey. Rose it's, is saying It's probably Luke LeBron. Luka. Luke. Like, he plays yeah. so yeah. effortlessly. And, again, he's not, you know, a freak athlete
1: in terms of his athleticism or his body as such. No. Um, but just the way he controls the pace, plays yeah. at his level, and the flair he plays with at times as well is so exciting Incredible. to watch. Yep. Um, yeah, there you go. Next question. We've got two to go, fellas. From Better Than Most Things Podcast, uh, on Insta is btmt underscore podcast, asks, who would win a one-on-one basketball match, Captain America or Batman? I'm happy oh. to
2: kick us off. Oh, you yeah. want to go? No, you go, Nick. I'll okay.
1: go. You okay. go. Uh, he loves Chris Evans. Oh, oh. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I wonder well, where this is going. It
1: depends which Batman, because I love Christian Bale too. Yeah. Okay. Um, Not a fan uh, of Rob Pat or Ben Affleck or ben not Affleck. as much no, Big, okay. like that that dark, the dark knight is arguably one of if not my favorite movie timeless um yep. but I love Chris Evans I love him who you got um I've got Captain America now here's here's the rationale behind it I have I thought a little bit about this I think okay. Batman would be great initially yep um but Steve Rogers like he is all about heart you know yep. so many times one of his most iconic lines is I could do this all day Yep. And I think as the longer the game went, I think he'd work his way into it. Batman would tire. If we're looking at the Ben Affleck side, he's a little bit bigger and bulkier. Yep. Um, I think he might run out of steam. Not Ben Affleck. We're looking at Christian Bale. Come on now. Well, you see. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. Um, but I think Cap would just have that little, little more athleticism, little more heart. Yeah. Um, and you know, patriotic to the nth degree. <laughs> I think he gets it twenty-one to fifteen. Okay.
2: Yep. If we're going to twenty-one, I don't mind it. I'll, I'll go up, next. Follow it up. Look, I I won't lie. I've done a bit of a scouting report on these two. <laughs> bit of a scouting report. Um, Basketball reference. Those two. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think they've. I think they've both got incredible agility. Um, and in terms of the strength side of things, I think they'd be both absolute bullies. So backing each other each other down, they'd be, you know, an immovable you know, what do they say, movable objects and an, unstoppable, and an force. unstoppable force. But I look at Batman, he's had previous one-on-ones. He's come up against the Joker, who's an MVP candidate at the moment. <laughs> so we've, yes. we've, we've, we've got that. We've got Who that on would? his side. But then we look at Captain America's endurance, as you were saying, Nick, in a game of 21, you've got to have that endurance or else you're going to tire out. Um the other thing with Batman I guess is that he's not willing to kill his enemies so I guess when the games on the line but is Chris is Captain America It's a good question I'll get to the I'll get to my answer, and my answer is that I'm going with Batman in this one. Okay, I'm going with him for his experience in one-on-one battles. Um, he's had it <laughs> since fair. since he was early early, you know, just a kid, just a kid. He was having these one-on-one battles, and you know, he's he's overcome MVP candidates like the Joker or the Joker, whatever you want to call yep. him. So I think Batman's coming up up on top. Mister Freeze, ice <laughs> tray. <laughs> yes, Mister Freeze. Yes, yeah. very good. Like it on the fly.
1: Um, what's the score in that one?
2: To 21. It's going to be a tight one. I think Batman's getting up 21, 19.
0: Like it. Lee, bring it home. almighty, you put a lot more effort in this <laughs> than I did with this Lee's one. like... Uh, with this Batman. question, with this one, I'm saying um, Batman, and you, you viewers will probably slander me for this, but believe it or not, I've never seen any Captain America. I've never seen Avengers, what? no Marvel mm. things. Are you joking? Can't Batman fly?
1: <laughs> not really. he <you> can glide. <laughs> yeah, going to glide
0: to the basket, dunk it. That's no, my he, argument.
1: You'd have to be coming off something high
2: to glide no, it down. No, no that's Lee's that. going with what he knows. If we're going
1: a deep dive, that's no good. That's no logic in that.
2: No, Dismiss dude. that answer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you're playing. Okay, he's going with Batman. So he's Batman going with the gut. Batman
0: Christian Bale, probably zero to twenty-one. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. just because, and Captain America doesn't really do much for me. I'm looking at him, and he's like, it, "God,"
2: but he's the he's the perfect man in terms of strength and agility and stamina. Chris Evans and is perfect. I'd say man. that yeah. if it was
0: Captain yes. Captain Australia, but it's not. Who would play Captain Australia?
2: Hugh Jackman. I oh, would, wouldn't yeah, he? And he, he, he would. would do it so well. He would for sure. Oh, he's or Deli Yeah, he would <laughs> have to.
1: Yeah. Hugh Jackman, yeah. yeah, getting a little bit older in the tooth, but he would still,
2: I like that. Whip out the claws. Uh, what about Cheer
0: what about um what about the brothers? One of the brothers, I forget. Oh, Chris name. Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. well, you can't have him. It's Thor. And and the other Lame. guy, the, no, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah, but no, you can't.
1: Like He's not in that universe though. Is he still part of the MCU, but not in the Avengers? In the Avengers. God, this guy's a nerd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let,
1: just... Let's get going. Let's just run it. Avengers for the next I hour. put the
2: most thought into that question, I tell you what. I've got the did. least by you far. Were, you were pretty abysmal there.
1: Um, <laughs> let's bring it home with Jacob Davies. Davo. Oh. Davies. He asks, which player or duo have disappointed you most so far? Do you want to, you want to start us, please? Nah, you start because I'm still thinking. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. Um, uh, I've got Jamal Murray. Okay. Now, I think his consistency has not been there, nor has the, the kind of upside that he showed in the bubble. Like He was just dominating, putting on an absolute clinic, game after game. Yeah. But he just doesn't have that same kind of, I don't know if it's confidence or what it is, but there's just something that's a little bit off that we've seen so far this For year. For sure. yeah. Um, but my other one was Blake Griffin.
2: Well, we we're talking now, about him earlier. We
1: spoke about him earlier off air, Rowan. This guy's fallen off a cliff, hasn't he? It's just hard to watch him play. Um, this Detroit team themselves are hard to watch, but Blake is just like his trade value is just plummeting by the by the day, really. Yep. Um, so those two are my my picks.
2: Yep. I'm with you, Nick. I've gone Jamal Murray as my most disappointing player so far. Um, I think after his bubble performances, we thought he could potentially become one of these players who I guess could average, you know, 23 to 25 on a nightly basis. Um, instead, he's been very, uh, hit and miss so far. He, he'll have 30 points one game and you'll think, oh, that, geez, this guy's looking good. And then the next game, he'll have below 10. Um, and it's really disappointing because I think losing Jeremy Grant over the offseason, I thought there'd be even more opportunity for him to, you know, step up and show just what he's capable of. But instead, Definitely. it seems like he's leaving it all to Yoka um, at the moment. Um in saying that, he's averaging 19, so, you know, it might be a little harsh for me, for me to say that he's been disappointing, but I think, as you are mentioning, Nick, it's just been the inconsistency so far that he's shown. That's a big worry. We thought he'd be more of a... I'd prefer him to be having 20 points a night as opposed to 30 points one night and six points the next. So I, I, I do have faith that he can, you know, string a few really good games together, um, and there's a lot of time left in the season, um, but... Yeah, geez, he better better start switch on cracking on soon.
0: Please bring us home on that one. Mine would also probably be Jamal Murray, but if I was going a bit, you know, off grid, it's hard to say because the player we're about to say, um, he's been playing not amazing, but he's been playing fine. Um, but I'd like to see him as the leader of that team, and that guy's Pascal Siakam. I feel like he can yeah, do. He was another I had a, yeah. a bit more. He's playing fine. He's getting double doubles here and there. Um, but I'd they, like. To they s- need
1: him to do more, don't th- they? That's
0: the thing. They actually require him to do more. Mm. To they're, they're, I think they're third last in the East.
1: Yeah, they're twelfth at the minute. So fourth last, six and nine, um, equal with the Hornets. There, they've they've battled, haven't
2: they? Yeah, they have. Their record has been, you know, the way it has been because of him, hasn't it? Like he hasn't been at his top potential, has he? Yeah, yeah
1: they've just had a slow start. So if he can turn things around and pick it up a little bit, hopefully the Raptors form. Will coincide with that. Yep,
2: for sure.
1: Brilliant guys, a big thank you for everyone who sent questions in. We love doing these episodes. Uh certainly in the coming week slash month or two we'll do another one. Um but again a, a big thank you from all of us for sending those
2: ones in. Jeez, oh, we are we love unloading the sack, don't we? We certainly do,
1: Roy. No <laughs> true words ever spoken. But we still have a lot to get through, fellas. Uh we've still got Hero of the Week and B Rider, good night. So, to Hero all the Week, let's, let's cue the
0: music. Okay.
1: So, I'll kick us here. I, my Hero of the Week, I'm going to just jump straight into it, was Cole Anthony. Um, For the shot? This guy has nuts mm. the size of beach balls. Like, he really does. Yeah. Um, the Magic beat the Wolves 97-96 earlier in the week. Um, they were down by 20 in the second and third quarters, but managed to fight back. 35 seconds to go, though. Let's set the scene. They're down by five. Cole Anthony hits a monster three to bring it back to two. Down the other end with less than five seconds to go, Jarrett Vanderbilt misses two straight free throws. The game's still tied at two apiece. The second free throw misses. Cole Anthony collects the rebound, drives down the court and from the the right baseline or the right side of the uh, three-point arc, hits a massive three over Beasley. I tell you what, though, like it was clean. There was no rim. There was no bounce. It was Mm -hmm. straight through. And just the big thing for me was this guy, I guess based on this game, he finished with 13, seven and three assists, five of seven from the field and three of three from three. But already this season, at multiple points, he showed his confidence and his mm-hmm. ability to take on the game. Uh, we mentioned about Peyton Pritchard before. Yep. Cole Anthony's in the same boat, mm-hmm. and now that Mark L. Fultz has gone down, he's really stepped into this role and is, you could say, thriving. I see, so, well, I said
0: early in the season he plays with a lot of confidence, which he does. I love that. Got he, got no looks like, he looks yep. like a player that's
2: played for at least five years. I love Cole. Yep. Absolutely. My pick for Hero of the Week. Just quickly, Nick, you should have your own audio book, I think. Audio. Why? Geez, you described the scene well. Anyone listening to this would have been, would have felt like they watched the last 20 seconds of the game, so. Credit to you. Maybe I'll look into that. A little, nah. little audio book. I like blowing Nick's head up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel good about myself. Oh, thanks for that, No, nah, you shouldn't do that.
1: Well, you you follow up then, Lee. Like. You, you set the uh, scene. The there's <laughs> no
0: scene to set. There's just a name to be set, and that name's Clint Capella. This guy's been playing outstanding this week. Um, He's averaged 22 points, 16 rebounds, and three blocks, and that's not including the career high of 10 blocks that he got today. Um, along with, I think it was, it was a triple-double, including the blocks. Um, offensively and defensively, this year he's been a massive threat um, against any team he faces. i also like to add this week he he got a game where he got 27 points, 26 rebounds and 5 blocks, and he was the first to do so since Shaq in 2004. That's incredible. Unbelievable. This team would probably be in shambles without him. Um, we look at probably this time last year. Who do we have in the centre? I think it was Dwayne Dedman. Um yeah. and he mm-hmm. was he was woeful. Um I'm happy the Hawks have got a capable big man in that centre
2: spot.
1: I was certainly needed.
2: Yeah. yeah. Bring us home, bro. Love that. Third
1: final.
2: I've gone with a team and I've gone with the Utah Jazz. Um they've won their last seven games, so at the moment they're sitting at second in the West. Uh well this was before today's game, so they yeah. may have dropped a little bit. I'm not quite sure. They're sitting at eleven and four, but from my perspective, I think they're one of those teams who almost underrated to an extent. Um, even though they're starting five in their bench, uh, you know, as deep and as talented as it comes in the league, um, you know, you've got Jordan Clarkson as your six, He's probably the six man of the year candidate at the moment. He's he, a bowler. There's
1: yeah. no questions about it.
2: Yep. yep, Donovan Mitchell having a great year. Um, Rudy Gobert doing what he needs to do on a, on the defensive end. So I think credit where credit's due for the Utah Jazz. Um, so they're my deserving hero of the week.
1: It's funny because I want to get hyped about the jazz, but I know last year I predicted them as number one. yeah um they let me down they have they've the last what is it seven games or so they've really been on song yeah um it'll just be that telling question of can it continue? That's Donovan it. Mitchell's probably the only one whose bubble performances have carried on to this. Regular season, yep.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, they've looked great so far. They so you haven't. certainly can't argue with Despite that. Despite from Jordan Clarkson,
2: are they that deep? I'm they've got that. some. They've got some pretty I, handy players yeah, on. Yeah,
0: that's the thing I
1: worry about as well. And I think when we did our season predictions a couple of weeks ago, I worried a little bit um, when they've got their full complement. Like you've got Clarkson and Ingles, favors off the bench, um, but after that, you know, Niang, Harrison,
2: Morgan, Oni, it looks a little bit. I They've, think I think when they're
1: seven good deep.
2: Yeah, I think when their second string comes on, though, I think eight, they they are led by Jordan Clarkson, aren't they? Yep. And he provides more than enough off the off the um, second string. So but if
1: you've got Clarkson, Ingles, and Favors as you know your your three off the bench, your your top eight yep. with those starters, that's that's not bad.
2: They'd be on a lot of starting lineups to be honest, particularly Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles. So. Um, I, I I still think they're fairly good. Give it another
1: couple of weeks and I might get a little more hyped from Yep,
2: fair, fair. Brilliant,
1: guys. Recapping Hero of the Week. Lee, you had? Uh, Clint Capella. Excellent. I had Colt Anthony of the Magic.
2: No, I had the Utah Jazz.
1: Brilliant. Fellas, we've got our last or our final segment, Be Right or Good Night Returns. Uh, for all of our new listeners, this is a segment we're going to give a prediction for next week. And then we're going to, uh, if we get it right, happy days. If we get it wrong, we suffer the wrath of a, a pretty
2: uh, harrowing punishment. Yep. They're uh, never fun.
1: They're never fun. We've tackled the world's t- hottest chip. Uh, we've done... Raw
2: onion, full raw onion.
1: Full raw onion. We've done all manner of things. Uh, but what we're going to do this week, we're going to put a poll, a, a questionnaire up on our Instagram. Uh, check it out, the Daily Dribble 23. Yep. And we're going to ask for our viewers' suggestions for what punishment we should tackle.
2: Like
1: it. Um, we had one in. We were thinking of one. We had one in our heads, but we think we we want to make it more of an interactive segment. So we're going to throw it to you guys. Yep. Um. So without further ado, let's give our our punishment. Our, our should I say our predictions for the week? Yep. Lee, you you go start first. Us. No, you look like a guy. Oh, who I'm. Wants I'm to start. still
0: doing my thing.
1: <laughs> you, now, for anyone who wants to start a podcast, that's organisation <laughs> no, and it's fine. No, I'm just. I'm just spot. okay. I'm ready to go then. Okay. okay. let her rip then, big fella. Go. Actually, no. even really I'm not going first. <laughs> oh, I'm not not going. That Come happy. on, Sour Um <laughs> I'll go then. Okay. On Tuesday here in Australian time, Monday in the States, the Knicks play the oh. Utah Jazz. Yep. The- Ray go. What? The Jazz are running hot as we've just mentioned, haven't we, Roy? They're yep. probably eight strong deep. Yep. Um the Knicks are, you know, showing glimpses. My prediction is that the Knicks
2: will win this by plus five, five plus. Okay, okay, yeah. Wake, uh, It's one game. It's the, a one game prediction. The, the only game. thing, the only thing that I'm considering reno really going about this, even though it's a fair prediction, is these one off games can go any which way. Yeah. you've said like That's I'm, my, I'm, I'm, my very, guess. um, I'm very cautious about accepting these ones. Um, five,
1: five plus points against the Jazz. That's
2: would you reno go to Ten. seven plus points? We'll meet you. Ten? No, nah, yeah. meet you halfway.
1: Well, I'd meet you halfway from that. I'd say six. Six. No, so no. they're going to win by six or more. I would
2: have said eight. So seven. or Are more. You, the Knicks yeah. against the Jazz? They've been
0: playing great.
2: How about this on the fly? Add a add a player prediction into it. Just a quick Julius Randle has
0: triple five and
2: five. 25 and 5. No,
0: 25 and 12. No, no no no,
2: no, no, no. You're, you're just playing hardball <laughs> no, you're no. not happy with me. <laughs> yeah. I think that's 25 fair. and no, 5. No, the
0: Knicks win by 5 plus. Of course he's going to get 5 rebounds. 25 you, and 10.
2: I don't know if he'll get 25. That's a that's the real question. Yes, oh, I'm yes, happy no. to accept that.
0: I
1: said 25 and 5, not 25, <laughs> 5 and 5. Oh, okay. What? 25 and 5. 20. I didn't even oh,
0: okay. 25 and 5. Okay. I've seen so much anger in Nick's eyes.
2: I needed the com- I needed the comma.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sorry about that. It's, uh, gets...
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm so accepting that
1: the Knicks beat beat the Jazz by five or more. Yeah, and Julius Randle has 25, 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. Now, who will
0: be matched up on Julius? Uh, against uh, so power forward,
2: who are we thinking? Bogdan.
0: Oh, Bogdan. God, of course he's gonna get twenty five and five. But Rand- Randle, uh, yeah, are you, are you happy with that? I'd say 25 and 7, and by 7 or more. You're taking the absolute mickey today, fella.
2: (laughs) No, No. he's actually probably going to be up against Roy, so
0: nil, you'd think. Okay, he's a bit better of a defender than... who do you say? Bob Bob Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
1: Just to beat the Jazz alone is a big Uh ask. Then to beat him by 5+, plus, then Randall's got to do this on the side. I don't know what you guys are having here. I'm happy with it. (laughs) I would hope so. Okay, so just confirm it. So... You, uh, the New York Knicks beat the Jazz by five or more points. Yep. And Randall has twenty points, five rebounds, twenty-five points. No, twenty. We points. said
0: twenty-five, bro. We said twenty-five. And
1: then I, you heard me
2: say twenty. Let's get this segment over and done with. It. I'm happy with it.
0: 22.5 and I'll end it.
2: Um, so, so twenty. You're having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> They're not <laughs> going to beat
0: the Jazz. Not probably. twenty-five. We said twenty. We it, said twenty-two point five. I'm not going any higher than 25. Twenty-one. 5. Twenty-one.
2: I'm happy with no it. No
0: chance. I'm happy. Just lock it in. Oh, so 25 and 5. Yes. Okay, okay yeah, okay. I'll do that.
2: This segment could have been five, over
0: 20 points, five rebounds, yeah,
1: okay. five
2: assists. Yeah, okay. You happy? Yeah.
1: Fine. Fine. And they yep. win by five yep. or more. keep scape. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, you have at it. Let's go, Lee. Okay, here we go. Goodness.
0: So Trey Young hasn't been the best uh, throughout the start of this season so far. So far, he's shooting. 39% um, on 6 from 17 shots. Um he had an outstanding night tonight shooting 40 he got 43 points at 63%. Um, I'm convinced he's out of his slump. This is this is my game where I'm like, okay, he's ready. I think he's going to average a field goal percentage of 60%. 60% across
1: across the week. Yeah.
0: How many games, sorry? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll oh, check. Dear. Oh dear. Um Preparation. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Who we got? And Saturday. Milwa- oh, I regret this. I didn't look at the games. Milwaukee, which he's facing up against Drew Holiday, one of the better small defenders. Clip- Clippers, Pat Beverly. <laughs> this is the way you do your research, Nets, isn't it? Kyrie Irving. And on Saturday... The Wizards.
1: Okay, I'll lock that in. I'm 60%. percent stupid idiot. That's
0: massive. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. in trouble. Can we uh, no, I say 55? No, you've locked it in. I'm happy with 60. Okay. Okay, I, I believe in my boy, Ice Tray. That a boy.
2: I like it. Roy. Um. on the same sort of trend, I've got um, Atlanta Hawks player Clint Capella. He's um, coming up against the Bucks, Clippers and Nets over the next three games. Um, I think over the next three, he'll average... Fifteen or more points, thirteen or more rebounds, and three or more blocks over the three games this week. So he who, we, who we got? Sorry, which team? Uh, so he's got the Bucks. Same yep. that I said: Bucks, yeah. Clippers, Nets. and Nets. Yep, and Wizards on the Saturday. No, but we're not counting. <clears throat> Are we not? Because okay. we will be doing the podcast. But Bucks, Clippers, and Nets. So essentially, he has to have. He has to average fifteen or more points, thirteen or more rebounds, and three or more blocks.
0: Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Want to just up it to 14 rebounds? He's a monster. He has
1: been eating them. He's been eating them like like they're going out of fashion, hasn't
2: he? Yep. You guys were happy to Reno go, so I'm happy to Reno go. So that's 15 or more points, 14 or more rebounds, and three or more blocks in the three games this week. Lock it in. Trey's going to be stealing all the points with a 60
0: percent
2: (laughs) field yeah (laughs) geez he's going to be
0: averaging like
2: 70 over the next three games
1: wow so guys for anyone who's new to our podcast be right a good night so our predictions are normally pretty bold um but as i said we're going to during the week put something up we're going to have our faithful listeners send in their prediction well not their prediction should i say punishment send in their punishment suggestions for us to complete next week um yeah i think we could all be in a bit of trouble. Uh, yeah. The one I most feel confident about is yours, wrote.
2: Yeah, only uh, because Klinkerbell has been on that The monster, monster. things. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, who knows? Anything can happen throughout this week, as we've seen in previous B-Rider good nights.
1: Recapping our predictions there, guys. So I had the New York Knicks to beat the Jazz by five or more points on Tuesday, and Julius Randle within that game to
0: have 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists. I'd Trey young to... Average a 60% field goal over his next three games. Oh, God,
1: him. I hope he doesn't jack up many threes
0: for yourself. <laughs> I do too. No, he's going to hit them,
2: actually. And I've got Capella to average on or over 15 points, on or over 14 rebounds, and on or over three blocks in the next three games this week. Well, we
1: there you have it. Guys, it has been an absolutely massive episode, one of our bigger ones in recent weeks. A lot to get through, a lot to digest. Um I know for ourselves we keep alluding to it over the last couple of weeks but we do have big things in store we do. Um, over the next week or two hopefully uh, some exciting developments for the podcast will be happening yep. so we look forward to sharing them with you as they um, occur uh, guys if make sure to subscribe follow all of our socials wherever you listen to the podcast if you're an Apple podcast listener drop your boys a couple of five star rating reviews wouldn't mind oh, and, love um, it. you know whenever they're they're kind of dropped we'd love to share those reviews on the podcast um so we certainly appreciate them it certainly helps us climb up the rankings and all of that good stuff so continue to do that uh
0: yeah sponsored by intersport you yeah our friends at intersport
1: no it's yeah it's been a big episode hasn't it mm. um but our friends at intersport doing massive things touching on that a couple of weeks ago i mentioned how i'd won a basketball hoop from intersport oh, geez, that's um, exciting. an australia-wide competition i got the uh got the win there was no favoritism there i might mention um, no just because of our partnership but yep. uh that one arrived the other day fellas so i'm looking forward to putting in some work yep. um
2: has yeah. it got a breakaway rim? Just, it does. Yeah. No, it does. Yep. Yeah. So you'll so. be putting in those B360 alley-oop dunks, will you? I won't be mucking around. Nah. i tell you what. One, yeah.
1: Once we've got our social team in, damage will be done. Oh, I can imagine. So now, great stuff there.
0: Now, parents that listen to the podcast, the kids go back to school in 10 or so days. Um yes yeah, up quickly, isn't it? They're wearing shoes that... Jesus would like to wear, and I say that because they're holy shoes. They've got a couple <laughs> holes in God. them. Get them some new shoes. Go on to InterSport and have a look uh, at their look at their shoes. Because
2: they they good ones. I mean, <laughs> they're holy some, shoes. Of, some of my jokes get ripped into, but oh, if, dear. if any joke had to be ripped into. I mean, I I know my boy
0: Dave always likes that joke, because I've said it before him. Oh, yeah, so I, I know you'll like that deep down, and I know the listeners do. So. Oh, dear. I
2: think the point that we take away from that is InterSport have some really Good shoes Quality
1: man. kicks going on At the minute um Just in time for the kids Going back to school <laughs>
0: Good one I, I didn't mind that Lee in It's fairness. It's alright You're um, only gonna start Ripping into me When Roe
2: did To be yeah. honest You loved it To be I, honest I don't give Lee Any love for his jokes Because he doesn't Give me any love So I mean Ro Maybe we should bad. Pose
1: that during the week Who's the best joke maker Or oh, the best
0: uh Joke
2: uh, What's that, the word Joke
0: maker
2: I don't know Who's but, the
0: best joker yeah, yeah. And by that you know, it's life, obviously me Live rate increase.
2: Um. Yeah.
1: That's probably a clear signal that it's time to wrap this one up. Uh, as we said guys, continue um, you know, during oh throughout Australia and the US, the world alike. Um, you know, COVID's still running rampant, so be sure to stay safe, look after one another, um, you know, practice all the safe protocols, um, and hopefully we get through this in one piece. And, you know, the world returns to normal. Yep. Um, In the meantime, continue while in lockdown to listen to the podcast, subscribe to wherever you listen to the show, and we'll be back with another huge episode next week with our Be Right or Good Night Punishments, fellas. Any parting words?
0: No, this is Lee signing out for this week. We'll
2: uh, we'll see you next week, boys and girls. Yep. Same here. Looking forward to seeing you next week for another big ep.
1: Beautiful. That makes it three. We're all signing out here, guys. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.